Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. So I've shared the story countless times about my very first investment property, which was a triplex that I bought for $246,000. I used an FHA loan, which is a first-time homebuyer's loan, that allowed me to get into this thing by only putting $7,500 down. So that's a really good deal. And I share the story about how this went really, really well for me. In the first nine months alone, that building, it appreciated by $125,000. When I went back to the bank nine months later, they valued it at $375,000, which allowed me to take out a refinance loan to pay back the original and pull out some equity. And this was a really, really fortuitous event, to be honest. I just happened to be in the right market at the right time. I didn't really do anything with the building to improve it from an operational standpoint. I didn't make it prettier. I didn't really do anything. It just happened to be in the right place at the right time. I got lucky and it could have just as easily have gone the other way. But the reality is like on that property, I share the story about the big win and how it appreciated like gangbusters over nine months. And that sounds like, you know, the greatest thing ever. In those nine months, a whole lot went wrong. And it could have easily just gone the complete opposite direction and been an absolute money pit of a deal. And I could have been absolutely broke. And this is the side of real estate that a lot of people don't talk about is like the really hairy, ugly side. So here's the truth. I got into that first property with $7,500 of my own money, but I had $15,000 in the savings account put aside just for reserves so that if the roof caved in or a window or something happened to the foundation or the plumbing, and here's the thing, it's like a lot of that stuff actually did end up happening. My my HVAC system was crap. I had my plumbing issue. I had leaks. I had busted pipes in the winter. I had a tenant who refused to move out, and so I wasn't getting rent as I thought I was going to. And if I hadn't had those reserves, I would have been in a really tough situation. So on the one hand, you could look at it and say, wow, Anthony, you're a really brilliant investor. No, not really. I just, I knew I needed to have some reserves because I know that being on the right side of luck is often just about being at the right place at the right time. The key is not just to go moving around to all these different places and hope that you just luckily intersect luck. No, you just pick a spot and you stay there long enough and chances are luck will eventually hit you. And that's the key with real estate investing is if you can just pick your spot and stay there long enough, luck will eventually hit you. It's just how it goes. And the way I think about this is that real estate on a long enough time frame almost always appreciates. So I know Detroit got hit real hard over the last 20 years, but if you look over it over a 50, 60, 100 year span, it's only ever been appreciating, right? So generally, if you're not forced to sell, you're probably going to be able to make money in real estate. But that's the really important thing that people don't talk about is often you don't think you don't go into the deal thinking I'm going to sell this thing. I'm like, something's going to go wrong. I'm going to run out of money. And so you find yourself having to sell unexpectedly. So the key is that you have to have reserves. You have to be prepared for worst case contingency. Now, the question is how much do you really need to keep in reserve? Like what's the right healthy amount? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. There's plenty of formulas out there. It's going to be dependent on your asset, your, your, comfort level, like how much risk and reward you're willing to, to tolerate. What I would say is that when you're young, you can take on more risk because you have time on your side. 
right? You can afford to make back any losses. And so you can tend to take more risk and make bigger swings at bat. And maybe you get that home run. As you get older, you know, I'm 38 now. I'm more risk averse. I don't have as much time to make back the money if I lose it now. So I have to be a little bit more guarded. Same when you're 60. If you're nearing retirement, you really don't want to take on any risk. You want to be sure that your money is going to be there for you. So it's all about gauging your context of where you are in life and how much risk you're really willing to take on. Because at the end of the day, risk is just another word for luck. And when it comes to investing, every investment is inherently risky. There is an inherent amount of luck involved, whether that's the stock market, crypto, or real estate. So just know that going in, it's not all going to be rainbows and sunshine. A lot's going to go wrong. The key to getting lucky and to eventually looking like a genius investor is to make sure that you have enough reserves so that you can stay in the game. And I can almost guarantee if you stay in the game long enough, you'll win. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.